4: Many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night, bubba. Hey, Brendo. Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where in two short days, Thursday, Friday, three short days, the Church of Frendos are going to get together at the Twitch and watch full gear without Larson. Full on party without Dad. He's going to Disneyland. Yeah, the superior of the Disney parks. Uh, and uh, and he's going to get some goofy ears. And on Monday, he's going to wear the goofy ears on our full gear review. Then Not committing to that at all. So uh, that's the situation.
3: Here, uh, I'll, I'll, Alex, I'll make you a deal, Kayla. I'll make you a enforcer, deal, Enforcer. I'll make a deal. I'll what? make you a deal. What? If what by, deal, by some miracle, Kenny Omega retains oh, no. the title oh, at wow. full gear, then yes, wow. I will procure myself some Mickey ears and wear them on the show.
4: Oh, okay. Hey, that's good. That's See, look, now you're – I like the open mind there. That's a good deal. Um, That's a good deal. So, yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. We're, I'm sad that you're going to be gone, but obviously it was kind of out of your control. Uh, You know, you just made that decision – that you know you're like i don't really want to watch this awesome pay-per-view i'd rather go to Disney. now you booked the trip when you
3: thought it was last week and then they changed it aw changed it to this week
4: and then they changed it and
3: yeah. then i couldn't do it
4: yeah so uh so yeah we'll have fun in your stead and uh and then you and i will review the show on monday monday uh live for the for the friendos so uh be sure to check that out as well uh, but it should be a lot of fun on Saturday, so please join us here at the Twitch. Yes, please. For that, it's not often that the Church of Friendos get together for a big thing, but uh, this should be fun. Should be. Um, so, yeah. I mean, speaking of fun, my God, this was a, wow. I don't know, I didn't even look at your notes to see if you had any news at it uh, on it. Uh, d- do you have any news on this? I didn't. Uh, particular I didn't. Episode? I
3: didn't any news because I don't know. Don't, show, really don't, don't really need it. Don't really need it. This show. This is how you do a go home show. You know, yeah, that was great. Uh, every match, really good. Mm-hmm. They did talking bits only when they needed to, and everything mm-hmm. they did for talking bits served a purpose, advanced stories leading into the pay per view. It got me excited for a pay per view I unfortunately will not be able to watch live. But this might be a this might be a show of the year contender. I, I mean, know. it's
4: all out. You can't really. I'm not sure if anything's going to be able to compete with like the magnitude of all out. That was a great show. So at least at least you caught that live. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, this go home, man. That contract signing at the end. Callus hadn't been around for ages. It just goes to show that clearly this was planned Mm -hmm. by God two months in advance. (laughs) But this is a pro wrestling company that does that. I know. Two months in advance. They plan things out. Uh, Callus attacks hangman after what seemed to be the civil end to a contract signing. Yep. And then Kenny Omega literally writes his signature in the blood of of hangman page to sign that contract and uh and i thought that that was a really really wonderful mm-hmm. and fairly efficient uh contract signing go home segment that capped off otherwise a really fun episode of yes. dynamite solid go home uh, episode yes. did you did you take anything away from this episode uh in terms of your predictions for all out uh, you know, you're you're not gonna you're gonna wait till Rampage to turn those in to yeah. turn
3: your your homework in. Yeah.
4: But is anything you know move anything so, on the board for you
3: here? So we talked about the potential. I, I think on on Friendo Clip TV, our uh, our uh, Patreon YouTube channel member, uh, Twitch sub uh, exclusive content. But here's what we talked about. We both thought that Eddie Kingston should win at Full Gear. Beat CM Punk. And at the end of our conversation there, I think we are both leaning towards Eddie. Mm-hmm. They didn't do much to touch on that that that, that storyline today. They had a video package that summed up what happened uh, last week. Plus they had like, you know, a, a pull apart backstage in the parking garage. So they replayed uh, some bits of their back and forth last week. And one line really stuck out. And that's when Eddie said, I don't care if I win or lose. I just want to beat you up. Um, and so it's, it definitely could be a situation where Eddie... Either he's so fired up, so so driven to prove a point to Punk that he belongs, that he just, you know, obviously he does something in, in, in the heat of the action that that leads to Punk capitalizing and getting the win. It's entirely possible.
4: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Between uh, what we saw last week on Rampage, between the, the, the terrific article that Eddie put out um, uh, regarding his mental health struggles, um that stuff, uh, I was really leaning towards okay, Eddie might be the guy. They just get Punk's lo- first loss out of the way, Eddie might be that guy because Punk really likes Eddie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like he's talked him up, you know, mm-hmm. says he's the best promo in the business, and I, I agree. Um, tonight really did shift me back to oh, okay, so Punk's just gonna win this thing because it was between that, the video package, there was another video package I saw on Twitter. And they really sort of dialed down what had sort of in that one uh, uh, promo on Friday had become Eddie Kingston's the face and Punk is kind of the heel. And Eddie even mentioned in an interview with Louis D'Angor this week that they had intentionally mm-hmm. used the template of the Cena-Punk thing from you know 10 years ago mm-hmm. to motivate that uh, promo. And Punk would know if he's being the Cena guy, he's got to lose this match. Yeah. Um, but, you know, seeing what I saw tonight, seeing, you know, none of the video packages that they ran for this match really inclined me to think, oh, they are going to do something that I kind of figured they wouldn't do. And that's, and that's have Eddie win. Uh, I think that what you're saying is true. I think this is going to be the thing where punk technically gets the win. They protect his record uh he can move on to to endeavors i hope this is like a three match feud i really do that'd be great um but you know and in that case maybe punk wins the first one maybe eddie Eddie actually wins another one and then punk wins the rubber match i don't know but for this big pay-per-view match i did get the feeling that punk is probably going to end up winning that um which i think it'd be far more interesting if they went the other way because punk is i've mentioned this before Punk's story is that he's having a hard time putting away lower-rung, mid-tier wrestlers, and uh, and and Kingston is not that. And Punk even referenced, "Hey, you're a dark elevation guy." Well, you know you're having problems with dark and elevation guys, Punk. Mm-hmm. So this and this guy is not that. Yeah. Uh, so, but that being said, I think you're right. I think as soon as he said that one line, you're absolutely right. That one line of dialogue. I don't care if I win. Okay. Well, then you're probably not. You're probably not gonna win. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that that that's a good point right there.
3: Yeah. Uh, other developments tonight. Uh, we saw a bit of a reunion, an undisputed reunion. Uh, yeah. Bob Fish, apparently uh, employed by Adam Cole, to take out Jungle Boy in advance of uh, his match against Jurassic Express at Full Gear. Uh, had a, a little backstage, uh, 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 you know, bit pow wow. Yeah, between Fish, Cole, and the Young Bucks. I don't know if this is going to lead to anything beyond this weekend. I'm sure – I mean, Fish has match against Jungle Boy on Friday. I would not be surprised if he gets involved in the match on Saturday at full gear in some capacity. Um, but it's interesting to see that after several weeks of Bob Fish being in the company, that they went back to that or referenced yeah. that. So. That's one thing literally. I like about
4: it. That's one and, thing and, I like and about And
3: literally reference it to, like, the box. Yeah. Like, it's undisputed that your era is blah, blah, blah. Whatever. That's one thing I like about AEW. They recognize and acknowledge that wrestling exists outside of their company. Things happen outside the company. You know, we had we had uh, it announced on the show that Best Friends, the entire faction is now a member of Chaos in New Japan. They got the invite from Rocky Romero via, or from Okada rain, yeah, via. Yeah, the Rainmaker himself. Rocky yeah. Romero. Uh, uh it, they you know in the in the closing segment the contract signing uh, hangman page reference kota bushi um, i love it when aw acknowledges that wrestling exists outside of their shows because that's well, something they just WB yeah. by and large doesn't really do
4: well you know you got to take advantage of what your competition doesn't do you know i mean it's it's you, you recognize what's going on outside that company when WWE is so staunchly against doing that, you understand there's a greater universe involved. And when you do that, it just lifts up your own company, mm-hmm. possibly brings in other fans of other companies, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It's a really smart move on AEW's it part.
2: Is. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well.
1: But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
4: Um, but uh, And then, of course, shockingly and sadly, we saw the death of Wheeler Yuta tonight Ooh. at the hands of Wardlow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This dude Wardlow just complete that second the second through fourth power bombs were gnarly. Uh those I, were vicious.
3: I dare say that that Wardlow might have the best power bomb in the business these days.
4: That was sickening. <laughs> it was it was it was awesome and I just somebody mentioned it and I thought about it before they mentioned on Twitter in response to the stupid tweet that I had. Uh that he's he totally has Batista vibes. Yeah, I can see that. He, I hope I, I honestly hope that they just tease and tease and tease him turning on MJF until MJF gets the title mm-hmm. like a year from now. Mm-hmm. And then and when he does, he gives him the old thumbs up, thumbs down, yep. and uh and he takes out MJF. And I dude, if they're smart, Wardlow has everything to be face of the company guy. He really does. He is terrific. He is good. And he he totally has Batista vibes. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Arkhaven here claims that it was him. Well, yeah, that's. I, I, you, we were thinking the exact same thing. We were yeah. thinking the exact same uh, thing.
3: Wardlow did that to Jericho in in the uh, the when uh, MJF had Jericho go through those five matches. He thumbs faced, up, thumbs down? No, but he faced Wardlow, Wardlow hit him with a bunch of power bombs in that match too. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. Those power bombs are great, man. Yeah, man. But smaller dude, like a skinnier guy like Wheeler Yuta. Oh, they, it was just extra vicious. Yeah, oh, it was. it was awesome. Yeah, it was. That was good stuff. Anyways, it kicked off with uh, Brian versus Rocky Romero. Brian who, Steve? Brian who, Steve? I just call him Brian. Brian Daniels. Just call him Brian. Brian Daniels. Yeah, that's his name, but I call him Brian. I'm fine with that. That's my compromise with him. You got that right. New Chaos member, Orange Cassidy, is out there. He's got his Chaos uh, uh, towel with him. And... uh, uh yeah, so uh, this is just a fantastic match to open up Dynamite. It's highly like 15, technical, twenty-minute, yeah,
3: great stuff. Uh,
4: Romero, uh, Rocky Romero goes for a slice bread in the finish. Daniel catches him, hits a bunch of Daniel stomps, and then uh and then puts him in a tequila sunrise. Yeah, for the win. I like so, yeah, I like that Brian
3: Danielson's been winning matches with various holds. It's not just one mm-hmm. thing. He won with a knee plus. Oh, he yeah. won with the yes yeah. lock. He won with the uh, uh, gosh. What did he win with last time. Shoot, why is it escaping me? It was something else. He's like yeah. busting out all these submission moves and winning with each different one. Um, and it's awesome to see. And I love that they, again, referencing wrestling outside of AEW, mentioned Chaos, mentioned Rocky in New Japan, mentioning that Danielson and Rocky go way back to training at the LA Dojo in the early 2000s. It's great. Yeah. It enhances the yeah. stories they're telling. So after that, we were supposed to get an inner circle interview, but as inner circles make their entrance, men of the year, America top team lay them out. From behind, Scorpio Sky puts a table on the ring. Uh, Ethan Page throws Jericho in there. And then Lambert goes and sits on the top rope. And he's like, lift them up. So three of them hit a triple team powerbomb on Jericho through the table. Mm-hmm. And then Scorpio Sky grabs the mic, uh, channels JR. because He said, by God. By God. Yeah, he's, he's broken in half. Broken in half, that's what it was. And he said, that's just a small piece of what we can do you're gonna, we're all going to get the whole thing at full gear. Ethan Page is next. He says, not only are they going to win at full gear, they're going to make sure that Lambert pins Jericho. Ooh. No. But that's Saturday. Tonight, Lambert is going to make Chris Jericho tap out. So Lambert puts Jericho in the walls of Jericho. Yeah. And uh, and Lambert says, about it, it's a Boston Crab.
4: Yeah, the original Rocky Johnson yeah. did a 1975 championship wrestling from Florida. There
3: you go. And then Ethan Page calls uh, them collectively the greatest collection of talent in aew
4: yeah man greatest five-man team in history who disagrees with that i do uh after that we had yeah you know what the segment was pretty uh quick it was relatively quick it was effective they had the right they had the right two guys on the mic if they had booked the feud a bit more like this it would have been a bit better yeah so maybe maybe they'll learn from it uh, after that, we had some really fun uh, six woman tag action. Thunder Rosa, uh, Ty J, Anna J, and Ty Conti versus uh, her opponent at Full Gear, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, and Rebel. And uh, of course, you know a lot of teasing of Ty versus Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, to when Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker got in the ring together, fans were really oh, buzzing that over great. that. That was, that was great. good stuff. Ty Conti ended up getting the DD tie. Finish on Rebel mm-hmm. as Britt just sort of looks on and
3: doesn't an endeavor to help her out. <laughs> yeah, because like uh, Ty is, is getting ready for the DD tie and, and looks at Brit as Britt's about to get into the room, to break it up. Britt's like, no. My
4: name's Bennett. Yep.
3: But fun match. Really fun match. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Then we got a Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho video package hyping up their bout and the TBS title tournament. Uh, then we get Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens. Uh, of course, Max Caster. Uh, does his usual uh, uh, freestyle on his way to the ring. Uh, yeah, he poked fun at Jungle Boy's promo skills. It cracked me up. You know when it's like a really lighthearted rap when he'll
4: burn somebody, and the guys you were the, the guy Jungle Boy's only reaction was, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> he was sort of amused. I know, I know. At, at the rap, and then there was a dig on. I think because isn't. Jungle Boy and Anna Jay, aren't they a thing? Yeah. And then she's hanging out with the Dark Order, so we made kind of a semi lewd but fairly tame reference to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anthony Bones is such a fun wrestler, though. He is. Like he gets in there and he's he does such a great job as heel wrestler, you know, with he sort of da- he sort of does a little bit of the goofy stuff. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, as he's a great.
3: He's great. Yeah. He's really good. Um it's a really good back and forth match. Uh Caster got involved. Uh, a couple times uh, in the end, though, uh, Jungle Boy uh, counters, maybe it was uh, Bowen's finish uh, into an arm drag, locks on the snare trap. And Bowen's trying to crawl towards the ropes because Caster's there trying to, you know, reach out, pull him closer so he can get to the bottom rope. He can't make it in time. He has to tap out. Uh, Jungle Boy goes and celebrates on the second turnbuckle. Bob Fish runs in, kicks him right in the leg. Yeah. He tumbles off the turnbuckle. Uh, Bobby Fish just hits him with a bunch of strikes, Exploder her into the ropes. Uh, Christian and Luchasaurus run down the ring, and they chase off Bob Fish.
4: Yeah, what's that all about? We'll find out in a little bit. First, we had a Hangman page. Can you make a video package? These are really, really well done. Oh, excellent. Uh, Adam Cole, backstage, introduces the Young Bucks to Bobby Fish. And they're like, yeah, we know who he is. Yeah. And uh, the Bucks make some Undisputed Era references, uh, and Cole says, hey, Bob Fish, how about in two days, you versus Jungle Boy, but leave us something left over at full gear.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what did Matt say? There's no dispute. It's the yeah. era of the elite of the super
4: Wow, ah, what? But
3: if Adam Cole vouches for you, hey, we're all cool. We're all cool, man. Uh, remember then we got you a, from mere years ago in I Radio know. Honor. Uh, then we got Eddie Kingston's CM Punk, Punk video package. Man, it's, it's it's crazy. They how how much heat they're able to get from one promo, one promo. Oh yeah, I know. you chop up that little pro, that promo into like a little video packet. It's ninety seconds long. You're like, man, yeah, it's great. You believe these guys want to tear each other apart. It's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list.
3: Next, we had Wheeler Yuda versus Wardlow. Uh, so Wardlow hits Yuda with four power bombs in a row, uh, oh. and like each was just nastier than the one that he, Ugh. he did prior. Oh, like you didn't think it could get nasty. It was. I
4: was like, a number two. Okay, that's good. That was horrifying. And then he did it again, and it was worse. And I was like, stop. He's dead. It's like that. I tweeted out this stupid tweet. Remember that Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction episode that we watched on Smash Zone? Oh, yeah, Where yeah. Terry Funk was wrestling Demolition. a dead man Dirt. for an hour? Yeah. Yeah. That was this, but for realsies. It was fact. It was based on a real thing, and it happened tonight. It was Wardlow wrestling a guy who had died moments earlier.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. And I don't know why he bothered with it. Be hit hit his finish that draping uh, knee strike.
4: It really just used the power bomb, dude. I know power. The power bomb. Nobody uses that as a finish anymore. They really should. I'm sure there's people out there who I do know. But like popularly, it's not really. It's like how did that become? How did the power bomb of all moves become
3: like signature normal moves? as yeah, the you know same same thing as the DDT. I mean, you think with the DDT, you're spiking somebody on the crown of their head. You know. That should be devastating. Oh,
4: don't even, don't even get me started, man. So it's, it's, I mean,
3: there's so many moves, but the power bomb. I know.
4: Can we, can we all look the super kick? It's just a kick, right? The, the DDT, DDT. Yeah, you're spiking a guy. to say. But the power bomb. Can we all just agree that the power bomb should be a finishing move? Should come be. on. Should be. Come on.
3: It should baby. be. So uh, after the bout, Isaiah Cassidy and the Blade run down to the, to the ring to attack Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Uh, Matt Hardy comes in brings a chair into the ring. Uh, He hits Orange in the gut with it and then follows with the – he puts a chair around Orange's neck, hits a twist of fate. They got a lumberjack match happening on Rampage.
4: That is correct. They uh, cut to backstage in the parking lot. Punk, Kingston being held apart. Uh, Ruby Soho trying to keep Eddie Kingston at bay, Uh, but uh, that was kind of cool. But then, yeah, they're all just keeping them apart. Yeah, it was kind of – I mean, look, the the the, the Rampage promo was, so, was such fire. I was hoping for a little bit more of that tonight, and we didn't get it. But maybe they're going to do a big thing on Rampage. They I mean, could. typically, they don't revisit go-home segments. Uh, like, tonight, I don't expect anything more from Kenny and and, nope. and Hangman nope. on, on Rampage. Nope. Maybe there will be some. But they might just think, hey, we did our job at Rampage – we're good. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be the situation. I don't
3: know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, so then we got a fantastic bout between. Uh, we have Leo Rush and Dante Martin taking on Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel. I want to see twenty to twenty-five minutes of of the stuff that Dante and Lee Moriarty were doing to start yep. this match. It I don't was think anybody would be sad. Amazing. That. It was uh, fantastic. Amazing. It was fast. It's the future. It was, it's the future of wrestling. It, right it right is. Now. It was fast. It was crisp. It was technical. Loved every second of it. Give me twenty terrific. minutes of that. It was so good. Terrific. This whole match was really good. Leo Rush is amazing. The way he could stop he's on amazing. a dime and change direction. Amazing.
4: Yeah, he's terrific. They're all terrific. It's four guys who like have a lot of similarities. Uh and yeah, it's totally absolutely the future of wrestling. And Sidal is ended is, is 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 I think one of the most underrated influential guys, mm-hmm. you know? Just really terrific stuff. Can't wait to see more of this. Oh, totally. And
3: hopefully we get at least the best of series between uh, these four men because this was fantastic. Just really great creative stuff. Um, All the little details, especially uh, Leo and uh, uh, actually all four of them in terms of like doing head fakes and stuff and and commentary was right on it, calling that stuff to enhance the story they were telling. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, So the finish saw... Uh, Leo hit a hook kick and he's like Dante go up top Mm -hmm. Um, and he does and he hits the double springboard moonsault on Lee Moriarty to get the win a lot of great dynamics between pupil and pupil mentor and mentor all that stuff really great stuff
4: super smooth stuff after that we had a great video promo once again one of these Miro things I like to sit back and watch these but I did get the gist of it and I love God I love I love that he references his bad neck because, in this, of course, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson also has a bad neck. He says, Is my God willing to trade my bad neck for yours? All of this happened not because my God loves me, but because he fears me, just like you should, Daniel. He says, "You." In the end, he said, In the end, you need to say goodbye to your wife so I can say hello to mine.
3: There is so much good stuff. He's like, The celibate,
4: uh, celibate champion.
3: This isn't personal. Champion, he says, uh, uh, Brian, you're everything to some, but you're nothing to me. You're just there, standing between a man and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he said, yeah. he says, "Are you willing to try the bad neck for for mine?" And he says, "Brian, you came here to feel alive, but you're pushing a man who's holding a scythe."
4: Yeah. E.
3: Oh, like, it's so yeah. good. It's got the moody lighting. It's so good.
4: They should do the bit like in uh, uh, Raging Bull when he just pours ice water down his pants yeah. <laughs> before this match. Yeah. <laughs> See, he can't. He hasn't been with his wife we got a Blue Chew ad reading this one? Yes, we do. Hey, man, if you, if you want to be like Miro, <laughs> something, something. BlueChew.com, promo code G-I-R. Stiff. Anyways, after that, we had, oh, my God, this match. Whoa, boy. Pack versus uh, Dax uh, Harwood. Um, my God, this is the stiff match. <laughs> there was a part where Pack does, like, a tope to the outside and basically just eats shit. Like, <laughs> Dax got an arm out there. Yeah. But he just landed. And then, like, that, they sort of roll around a little bit because they're all selling. And you just see this, like, puddle of blood. Yeah. And I was like, whose is that? Yeah. Like, where did that come
3: from? Yeah, yeah. that was a brutal They explained match. it later that apparently, a bunch, uh, I think it was Dax got chopped so much that he had a cut on his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. Chest. But yeah, like, yeah. Pac pretty much belly flopped on that, mm-hmm. that spot to the to the yeah. floor. It was, oof. But yeah, that was brutal, hard hitting stuff. That brain buster, the super brain buster off the top that Pack gave Dax. Looks like Dax landed like right in the top of his shoulders. Brutal, mm-hmm. rough stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, down towards the end, uh, Pack catches an uppercut from Dax. Hits a backslide. Dax kicks out. Pack goes right into a brutalizer, and uh, Dax taps immediately. He's got some rock tape on his shoulder, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And commentary again really advance the story, saying, "Oh, he's got that shoulder taped up. He wants to save it for Saturday." Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, as soon as the bell rings, the match is over. Cash runs out, starts attacking Pack. Lights go down come up on draw and malachi black are in the ring they start laying into pack two lucha brothers run down the ring from the stage cody man of the people comes in through the crowd brawl breaks out all over the place faces eventually clear the ring
4: you know what man i'll be honest with you i am so happy that cody has created as you say an isthmus between cody island and the rest of the AEW roster it just seems so awful abnormal and weird and awkward that Cody was just on his own little Island. And then he'd bring somebody over on a boat and he'd fight them and they'd leave and he'd bring somebody else. He's mixing it up with other people. And it just feels it. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I got tired of thinking that there was some weirdness between him and the others and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I liked this brawl. I was like, oh, cool. You know, Malachi's there. Andrade's there. FTR is there. You know, then you can get back into MJF somehow, maybe, because he's affiliated with FTR. And MJF have Cody have history. I love when the entire show feels connected. I know. Because it adds the atmosphere of unpredictability. Indeed. So I'm glad that Cody has returned to
3: uh, maybe he's just come back altogether to the AEW mainland, Larson. That could be. That could be. Uh, Cody Island, no more. Um, so, given the go home math here with the faces standing tall, again, they don't tend to repeat go home segments. So, you yep. wouldn't think we'd get uh, a segment on Rampage uh, involving FTR and Lucha Brothers. This felt very go home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the go home math seemed to indicate that FTR would pick up the win on Saturday. Dax ate oh. the loss. Yeah. Faces yeah. cleared the ring. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'd be actually pretty surprised if that happened.
4: I think the go home was the same with FTR Young Bucks. I might be wrong about that, but I seem to remember there was some go home before that. They, they, the AEW, they're not. They, they don't stick to the go home no, stuff. No. Anyways, uh, it was announced as we mentioned earlier, but it was officially announced on the show that we had a lumberjack match coming up versus a uh, Hardy, Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy to probably blow off that feud. Yeah, uh, Jungle Boy versus Bob Fish is going down on Rampage, and then it was announced on the buy-in we're going to get Thunder Rosa and Akashita versus Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader. Yeah, that should be a good match as well. Yes, um, so that that's cool. That's good stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: I am kind of. I'll tough. be honest. I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't put one other women's match on the main card. Given that we're going to have like the match that we, it's kind of the one of the more foregone conclusion matches. Not a, I mean, I, I'm sure it's going to be a good match. Britt Baker versus Ty mm-hmm. They got, they have really actually done a decent job of building up a lot of their other women's talent. I know, I know. You know, give us a, I don't know, a Jade Cargill match. Give us a, th- you got Thunder Rosa on your on your roster. Put her, you know, on the know. main card. I know, you know, I know. In some, I know, but. They're doing what they're doing.
3: They're you doing know. what they're doing. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, then we got a MJF and Darby Allen video package. Again, great stuff. They always do such a good job with these Yeah, these, these uh, are really video good stuff. Packages. Yeah. Um, and then we get a quick shot, and commentary mentions that both the Elite and the Dark Order have been banned from ringside for this contract signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh. Which was next. So uh, Hangman comes to the ring first, then Kenny. Uh Tony Schiavone, who's emceeing uh, the contract, signing first, passes the contract to Paige. Uh, Paige grabs the mic, tells Kenny after all this time, he doesn't know what's what's left to say. He knows the sooner he signs the contract, the sooner he gets to full gear, and the sooner he gets to beat Kenny's ass for the title, he signs. Tony takes the contract over to Kenny, and Kenny says, I don't share your excitement. I don't share the fans' excitement, but I got to say, I'm a little sad. We were friends. We were partners. And he says, all this from the very beginning was meant for you, Paige. And if it weren't for your insecurities and your failures, he says, I think you said it best. You fall off the horse, you get up, you get back in the saddle. But he says, if the cameras only caught what really happened backstage, it was never you that picked yourself up, it was always the elite that did that. Mm -hmm. And he says, why did we do that? Why did I do that? Because I saw a little bit of myself in you, how wrong I was. Mm -hmm. And then Paige says, Kenny talks a lot about uh, his failures, but once Kenny had a tag partner, That Kenny himself felt like he couldn't live up to, Kodabushi. Boucher, or measure up to. But now he he looks across his table and sees the best belt machine, and it's fair to say that you have surpassed him. He says, over the last year, Kenny, you told me a lot of lies, but the the biggest lie you told me was after you beat me at full gear last year. You leaned down and said, great job, I'm proud of you. And he says, but you weren't proud, you were scared. You don't want me to become what I'm going to become on Saturday, and that's the AEW champion. Yeah. And Kenny said, I did what I did uh, because I cared. I wanted to be the guy, or he said, I wanted you to be the guy st- uh, standing across from me at this table, ready to prove yourself at full gear. But hey, let's, let's shake hands. Uh, and, you know, let's kill it pay per view man to man. So they shake hands. Kenny says, Good job. I'm proud Oof. of you. He turns to Eve. leave.
4: So, you know, that was a cue for something. And sure enough, the cameraman who had sort of gotten in the shot in the first place, and you're thinking, like, where, what is this guy doing? Getting in the way of this shot. Yeah. Ends up being Don Callis. He attacks Hangman Page. He takes off his hat. He's got a fake uh, uh, goatee on. Yeah, He takes it off, and he says, The greatest trick the devil ever pulled is making the world forget he existed. I've been sitting in my basement for six weeks for this moment. And uh, and then uh, he they have and Hangman's bleeding from the mouth. They get him. He's bleeding from the head, and so Kenny gets the contract, and he gets he puts his finger in Hangman's blood, and he signs his name. He signs the contract in Hangman's own yeah blood. This is a really, really effective.
3: It was really effective. This is the instance where uh, the go go home math is going to hold true. Uh, oh, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Callous was going on. It's like, hey, does, does this look like someone who's ready to be world champion? Talking mm-hmm. about page all laid out bleeding from his forehead and stuff. Yeah, Really good, effective segment. Great stuff. Great stuff.
4: Really, really awesome stuff, yeah, from
3: AEW. Uh,
4: all right, let's see here. Let's go ahead and answer. If somebody can uh, – uh, oh, here we go. AEW thread. I got a couple here. Mm. Uh, uh, you guys can load up some highlighted yes, messages. please. I put this thread up kind of late. Moses Opposes says, I had to watch the first episode without – Sound. What do you think would be the best match without sound? It's a good match you could think of without sound.
3: Or that you don't need sound to follow the story? Yeah, I guess so. I'm just trying to think of a match match with not a whole lot of talking going on during it, you know, or...
4: I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, all the good wrestlers these days, that they do, it's it's all good storytelling in there. You yeah. know, it's like a name an AEW match that isn't. We used to watch Impact. I used to have that sound cranked all the way down, yeah, you no, know, because no. it's like good wrestling is good wrestling. It's yeah. Largely, it, is, it is largely a visual. It theme, is.
3: And you know, like, you know, I guess for ideally, if you're watching a movie, Mm-hmm. I Understand it's going to have dialogue and talking, but you know, if yeah. you could watch a movie and understand the story with no yeah. audio playing just based purely on the visuals of the film, that's some yeah. damn good filmmaking, you know? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And the same applies to wrestling, I guess, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh Nicholas Price as they mentioned Okada a lot in the first match, who would you like to see him face in AEW? Who wouldn't I like to see him face in an AEW?
3: Man, I was kind of hoping he'd come out for that contract signing or something. Okada. He's oh in the gosh. he's he's wrestling in San Jose this weekend. It's Buddy Matthews, so I thought, "Oh, maybe he'll he'll come out early, make an it appearance on Dynamite. That'd be awesome."
4: Any chance he shows up at uh, Full Gear?
3: No, it's the same if- day as the San Jose show. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so there you no, go. It's, it's, it's an impossibility.
4: Fiction won't happen. Made it up. Made it up. Um,
3: yeah, I do feel
4: like that would kind of steal uh, uh, the moment there. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Kota shows up. That'd be interesting if Kenny's two biggest opponents in history, Okada and Ibushi, both showed up and sort of stood behind Hangman. Mm-hmm. The ghosts of Christmas past, present and future. future. Some shit like that.
3: Yeah. Uh, organ grinder. Past, uh, past and future. Says, uh, <laughs> of all the four pillars of AEW, Darby, Sammy, Jungle Boy and MJF, who do you think will have the most successful career? MJF. Yeah.
4: MJF. It's either him or it's Darby. Mm-hmm. Um I like Sammy. I think that the Miro title change was a terrible idea in retrospect though. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll maybe he'll do something more with it, but nobody was doing nobody was doing that kind of work with making a title seem so important. I know. As Miro. And I I, I just don't know. Would, was he was he expecting to take a lot of time off? He was like, hey, you know, I'm like Bruno. I'm, I've, I've had this thing for a couple months now. I want. I, I can't deal with it any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno is eight years. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> I need uh, a break. <laughs> uh, beer man, Roman or Omega right now, who wins? Like on the one-on-one match? Oh,
4: dude, Roman, come
3: on. Got to be a Roman. Dude, dude, he, stacked, he, he stacked Brian. He stacked two Hall of
4: Famers. Yeah, man. Roman. I mean, in kayfabe, it's completely Roman. Yeah. Hey, who's your leading contender right now for for wrestler of the year? It's got to be Kenny, right? Because somebody brought up
3: Daniel uh, uh, Brian, and uh, I think we had a video like, that that was titled Brian Danielson Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, no, I know. But I mean, here's here's what probably nominate right now. It'd be Kenny. It'd be Roman. It'd be Danielson. Those are the first three names that pop in my head. Bianca Belair.
4: I feel like 2021 was thoroughly Kenny's year.
3: It's either Kenny or dude had
4: so many titles. Yeah, and just like you know, I like you know, taken not not to take anything away from PWI's criteria, but like match quality. Roman's a fine wrestler, and by and large, his matches are tons of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. He's a good storyteller. Yeah, Kenny's kind of next level. I mean,
3: the matches that he's put on this year.
4: Carrying all those titles, mm. wrestling all over the place. Yeah.
3: No, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, Dylan gets in a sub to Silver PSNPR. Thank you so much, Dylan.
4: Thank you very much, Dylan. David Matushek says, of uh, Yano and Orange Cassidy, which wrestler from Chaos do you think is the best? In terms of comedy, I mean, the fact that these guys are now officially Chaos... You're gonna see that in 2022, man. You're gonna see some AEW New Japan more crossover. I believe. Be I fantastic. think that's gonna happen.
3: That'd be fantastic. Uh, I would give the edge to Yano now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like his he's got a he's got a larger range. He has to like change characters in order
4: to be like a serious wrestler guy, which he can totally do. Yeah. But by and large, when he's being Yano, he's awesome and he's comedic and everything. Orange Cassidy, he does comedy stuff, but then it's like he'll turn off mid-match and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to be
3: intense guy Super now. serious wrestler. Yeah, totally.
4: No, it's in terms of like pure comedy, it's Yano and not
3: even close. Uh, Organ Grinder, which tag team in AEW is most likely to split up?
4: Okay, so we've got Young Bucks, that's not going to happen.
3: Uh, too fast, too fuego. Yeah. <laughs>
4: There's your answer. There's your answer. <laughs> well, there's
3: gotta be a put together tag team
4: that's gonna split up.
3: FTR is not gonna split
4: up. Lucha Brothers aren't gonna split oh, up. Oh, I could
3: see I could see Leo Rush and Dante Martin splitting up.
4: Yeah, I, I'd give them down more the time line. as a tag team. Totally, to, totally. Yeah, totally, but, but down the before line. Before I yeah. Like an actual they're together. I mean, I guess the tag team I'd want I'd actually be cool with splitting up is Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, because both those guys as singles wrestlers, like lighting up the, the singles divisions. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. Are you kidding me? Amazing. I can't, kind of feel being a tag team holds them back a little bit because I want to see
3: them as singles guys. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Die Hard Homer says Brian Danielson versus Okada is the correct answer. I'm not sure what the question was. Uh, flats. Leo Rush is 26. What is his ceiling in AEW? High. TNT, TNT title. It's pretty high. It's a TNT title. Pretty high.
4: Um. Oh, the, the Okada versus uh, Brian thing was uh, what match do you want to see Okada in AEW? Oh, and that, yeah. that is totally like yeah. probably top of the list for
3: yeah, me. Yeah, it's top three. Easily top three. Yeah. King Eris, any chance we get the Elite turning on Omega after he loses? It would make him feel like Hangman in retrospect. I think that is going to happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen at full gear. I hope they start that at full gear. But give it time. Give it time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It might be like a New Year's Dash situation where they do it on the Dynamite afterwards. It could be. It could be.
3: Uh, Kyle odds that Lana will help Miro beat Brian at full gear. I kind of feel like he needs to win at least that match to have his kayfabe reunion with her. I mean, it his, seems like it's tied to a title, though. So,
4: Yeah, no, I know. His entire you know thesis is I can't show my face to my wife again until
3: I've won that title. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matias from Chile asks, will we see Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore stable next year? I hope so. Um. Oh, I. yes. 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 Absolutely yes. Ooh, Beer Man says, Yano or R-Truth, who's the better comedy wrestler? That one's tough. Because our truth is really good. Our truth is really good. Really good. I'd, I'd still.
4: I mean, again, if our truth was outside the, the WWE, it kind of feels like it limits our truths' potential as a com, as a full comedy wrestler. Yana was so damn creative. He is ridiculously creative. He will have entire like G ones.
3: Where he'll advance thanks to duct tape and... Dude, they created an entire trophy for him. Sorry, Okada. It yes. created a trophy for him so he can he could uh, win all sorts of weird gimmick matches.
4: I feel like it's Yano.
3: <laughs> I feel like Yano probably at the end of the day is going to be the all-time comedy wrestler. Our truth is really good. Die Hard Homer mentions that our truth made Brock laugh in a segment and making Brock laugh seems like an impossible task. That is true.
4: I actually kind of disagree with that. I think that I think Brock has probably got a pretty decent sense of humor.
3: I well, think I, I think I think he probably K-fabe, yeah you know
4: man Brock Brock's entire existence is basically out of kayfabe anyway. Like when he's out there, he's that dude is not. When he said I don't give a shit about your kids to Heath Slater, guess what? He didn't give a shit about his kids. Uh, let's see here, a couple other subs here. Destiny FOMO subscribe. Oh, thank, thank you thank very you so much. much. Thank Appreciate
3: you. Appreciate it. Uh, John Elite. Here says, aside from possibly Wyndham, he's making a movie at the end of this month, so I doubt he's going to show up. Uh, Wyndham man Who do you see appearing at full gear? Is there going to be a, 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 a new signee to AEW?
4: Um,
3: It'd have to be from the people released, not this last go round, right. but the one prior to that. So, I mean, uh, you got Matthews. Jonah. Buddy you got Matthews. Jonah yeah, or yeah.
4: Jonah. No, Buddy Matthews can't be there because he's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that
3: same day. But he, they don't have <laughs> – there's no casino, battle royal, ladder match. That's usually where they have debuts. I don't know if there's anybody that they, that's a, a, a huge enough name out there they could bring in, short of bringing in like someone from New Japan or something to step up to, to Hangman after his win. But I feel like he's going to win, and that's going to be such a huge cathartic moment for everybody. That's going to be the close of the show. That's going to close the show. You, the can't f-
4: you cannot fuck with that. No, yeah. that they're not going to um, ruin that moment for him. You going to open up your thing? Oh, yeah. You got it?
3: Yeah, it's down on the floor here.
4: It's on the floor. It's on the PS floor. So our good friendos over, and we know a lot of the friendos are fans of Deadlock. Our friend O's over at Deadlock sent us their newest merchandise. Yeah. It's their oh hell yeah shirt. But this is awesome because it came with it came with a little deadlock. This is great.
3: Oh, look at that. I wanna
4: I wanna I want rip all this stuff off. I want a playing card. Yeah. I want a deadlock playing card. We got some stickers here. And they just announced a couple days ago, this week I think. Deadlock Pro Wrestling.
3: Can't going wait. down so they have it's uh luther it's been announced for their first show and then rosemary as well
4: when's this stuff going down i
3: don't, I don't know so here's i'm the gonna shirt. look it up right now get Good out loss. that shirt
4: here we go uh let's see here
3: there it is thank you so much thank you so much
4: uh december 11th 2021 Holy shit, this is coming up. That's a month from tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, At Missing Link CrossFit in Jacksonville, North Carolina, eight-man World Championship Eliminator Tournament, and more. And they sent out these shirts. I know. It's so cool. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. An homage to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hell yeah. hell yeah. Look at that. I'm going to wear this, son, bitch. What the hell are you listening to, jackass? Big shout out to the Deadlock yeah. Pro Wrestling Podcast. Great. Great. They're fantastic. fantastic. Great guys. Fantastic. Tony Pizza guy. The guy, the, the the cameraman, I was in a bind. I was like, man, I got to get this interview with the Undisputed Era at this 2K event a couple of years ago. And he was like, hey, dude. he was doing stuff. He was like, ah, right, give me your camera. I'll, I'll film it real quick. I was like, oh, thanks. And then I put my uh,
3: arm on Cool Kyle's shoulder and history was made. Yeah, and, indeed it was. Indeed it was. Yeah. Uh, Zondo here says, Yano's actual wrestling style is funny, but our truth is a funny person. Dude, I guarantee... Look, Yano's not, pretty I'd, funny. Have you no, ever seen any pro- the clips from the Yano or YTR, VTR uh, videotapes? Have you seen any of those? <laughs> no, I actually haven't. I've seen clips, and it's just like chaos on the road. Uh, it's like they try to make Ishii laugh. That's like the whole premise, it seems. Of it. My favorite thing... Is the little gifts from
4: the uh the old G one press conferences that they would hold and Okada just dying laughing at Yano. Like Yano exists just to crack up Okada basically yeah. and it's awesome. It's, it's so great.
3: It's so good. It's uh, great stuff. Specificity is dead. What's the likelihood we see Jonah Rock versus Sammy Guevara before the end of the year? How about the end of the year?
4: Sammy wait, who now?
3: Jonah Rock versus Sammy Guevara.
4: I don't know that Jonah Rock's going to go to AEW.
3: I mean, wasn't the latest rumor him uh, uh, going to New Japan? Yeah. Oh, Lou's got a great question. Will Hangman yeah, kick out of the one-winged angel?
4: <laughs> I think Yeah, I think so, man. I think he does it. I think he does it.
3: Oh, oh Die Hard Homer does. says, does Hangman kick out of a regular one-winged angel or a super one-winged angel? I think a regular one is good. I think a regular one. I mean, there's only one man who can kick out
4: of a super one-winged angel. That's Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dylan asks, what's our shirt sizes? I'm an XL, and Larson's an an
3: L. L." I'm an L.
4: Taking that L. All right.
3: I got one more here from Projection2K. Are we all in agreement that the Wyndham film will introduce a brand new character of the pro wrestling world? Also, hope you have fun on your trip, Larson. Thank you so much. Uh...
4: My I man, I'm in Hollywood, man. I wouldn't
3: say that. Uh, that is a guarantee. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping for him. This is an opportunity for him to tell stories outside of the world of pro wrestling. Man. And he takes advantage of that and doesn't try to use this as like an hour and a half long uh, video package for his return to the ring.
4: That'd be sick.
3: I mean, it'd be pretty cool <laughs> oh, if he could man. convince someone to give him a bunch of money to do that. But same time. right. That'd be terrific. At the same
4: time. Uh, we got a bunch of gifted subs here to garage. We're going to list off these names here in just a moment. We're going to wrap up the podcast, though, just as the Bald Monkeys is rating us with a party of six. We'll hang out for a little bit. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Larson, please be safe. Of course. I can't do this on my own, and me and the Enforce will be sitting here. If you're gone, uh, if something happens to you, if you disappear in Disneyland and can't find your way out, we're going to be sitting here like a couple of idiots every week doing this. So please be safe. I will text be. me when you get there. Oh, I will. And, I will uh, and yeah, uh, uh, have a good time. I'll try go to go, do something new. Go to star Wars. Be new. Oh, well, I'll make it over there. it be great.
3: Goodbye, everybody.